It's wrong. This is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We have to go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature. Thoughts and scando-ass women should not be tolerated. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy. Men don't want you to go out, you know, handbags and makeup and shoes and that. Save that for a day. Save that for Christmas. Men want a woman to have their back. They want, you know, that Bonnie and Clyde had they rolled together. That's how. I'm, that's what a man wants. And you might say it was a generation thing back then. It's still now. And if you ask, if you ask boys, or young men about your age, around your age, what they want, uh, they say, "Oh, no, that's a woman for now, not a woman forever." What's a woman for now? The women that they're having sex with, all the young girls that are out no, there. I mean, it could them. you describe a woman for now? For a young guy? Yeah. Anyone he's sleeping with. Men don't care. You're good looking. You're going to sleep with them. You're a woman for now. You could be a woman for now for two years. You could be a woman for now for three years. They will sleep with the same woman all the time, but you're not going to get married because you're not a woman forever. Studies have shown that black women are the highest paid and the most educated. I myself graduated with my associate's degree at 18 and graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language pathology. I live on my own, have my own car, make about 70000 a year, and don't have any kids. I'm a Korean polar. Women look up for love, while men look down for love. Women are extremely attracted to men whose car is up, money is up, height is up, body count up, mental strength up, age up, masculinity up, and physical strength up. Men are extremely attracted to women whose car is down, Money, down. Height, down. Body count, down. Age, down. Masculinity, down. Physical strength, down. So all that bullshit you just rumble off makes you extremely unattractive. So my question is, do you want to be the man or do you want to be the woman? Good question. I know. You could bring some big energy. You don't have to have a big... Oh, that's big energy. That just, like, I feel like that's just a way of saying, like, he's a cool guy. And have then you used small energy? Probably. Probably just... To describe what? An asshole. A okay. douchebag. Who here is for body positivity? Yes. Yeah. Who isn't? For body positivity. Yes. How can you simultaneously say that you're for body positivity, but then also use these terms because it's not actually about their body at the reverse like, y'all would lose your shit if, if we were talking about loose the energy <laughs> cavern, cavernous energy Dang. small energy girl energy like y'all would lose your minds if guys were using these terms the same way that women use big energy small I have, I have zero female friends. That does not mean I'm not polite to women. It doesn't mean I'm not female acquaintances, right? It doesn't mean I can't meet all of you and say hello to you and see you on the street and say hello to you, etc. But the idea of having a female friend, someone I hang out with often, who is my friend and we're purely platonic, mm-hmm. is garbage. It's garbage because as a man, I'm spending 99% of my energy finding a sexual partner. And, and any partner, no, but any partner of mine who I'm also having sex with, my girlfriend, my wife, whoever it may be, she is my friend. There's no benefit from female friendship outside of the friendship I'm going to get from my partner. Truthfully, it can really be the same the other way around. If you have a man and you truly love him and he's your guy, you shouldn't really need other dudes. That's the truth. You shouldn't. Let's be real, y'all. Men have one of the most, I mean, the manosphere is one of the most powerful voices on the internet today. Okay. We, We are hearing what they're saying. They are being very clear about what they like 
and what they dislike. And I think a lot of women take issue with that because we are not meeting the preferences that they say they want. We are not meeting the standard. If I was meeting the standard, I wouldn't have an issue with your standard because I meet it. But I have issue or take issue with your standard when I don't meet it, when I'm not the preference, when I don't feel like I'm desirable. That's what it boils down to is the fact that we want to be desirable and when we don't feel like we're desirable and we feel like we're being rejected by what they're saying their preferences are, we're coming at, we're, we're aggressive, we're, uh, you know, make, poking holes and diminishing what they're saying, discrediting them, but that's their preference and they're entitled to their preferences. It's wrong! Thank you. 
Alright, let's get this shit cracking, man. Oh, yes. Yes. Jersey, Judah, back. This time, PM edition. It's funny because I didn't even upload what I did this morning, but I'm going to make sure that I do that. At the at the least, the worst, the worst case scenario is that I only upload this episode tonight, and then I upload what I did this morning, tomorrow morning, while doing an episode tomorrow morning. But once again, back with another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. And, uh, yeah. It is 6.45. I got a little time on my hands. I actually don't have that much content. I kind of kept my word, what I said earlier. So I'm going to be playing, uh, let's see, PM. I think I have the uh, It's Complicated channel. I got something from It's Complicated. This was something that I tried to go over last night. Poor audio, so... It is what it is. Uh, let me go back. I actually have a couple of things written down as well that I'll go over beforehand. Earlier, we went over Manosphere highlights daily, but we only went over, like, I would say not even five to seven minutes. I think seven minutes. I just couldn't go through the rest of it. It was just, you know, Pamela Anderson, you know, talking about how many guys she slept. Well, not she didn't get into how many guys she slept with, but she went to how many guys she's dated. So we'll let you figure that out, right? Once again, you know, six time, six, it's like a championship of misery and of failure. Six time consecutive failure of marriages, right? Pamela Anderson, we went over that earlier. Um, Tonight, we're going to be going over It's Complicated channel, once again, video from the channel, are uh, pretty much the title is Coaching Men, Rules of Modern Dating and Understanding Women. All right. Uh, we went over the quiet quitter and the silent slave, but there's a couple more things that I would like to address uh, relating to that. And I've compared, you know, the quiet quitter or quiet quitting, you know, actual work. You do the bare minimum to sort of get what what you need and to look for better opportunities. Women are being seen in the same way. So there's a lot of guys who are quiet quitting, where it's like they're going to take a woman for what, for what it is for the time being. He may already know that this isn't going to be something that's going to last. He may know that in all actuality he's not compatible with the woman. But, hey, consistent pussy, um, consistent companionship, why the hell not? See what I'm saying? Guys will compromise to that extent. <clears throat> so with the silent slave, and I went over this, like I said, last episode or the episode that I'm going to be playing the next day. My apologies once again. The the silent slave being like. The silent slave essentially is the simp, right? He is the uh, prototypical beta, right? 
So for him, he'll he'll actually tolerate emotional, um, psychological, and even in some cases, physical abuse from the woman as long as the woman sticks by him. These are the silent slaves. These guys are essentially the guys who are used to the friend zone. They're used to being the beta male orbiter for a woman that they like. Um, they don't get any, I'm going to say this again, they don't get any sort of uh, play. They don't get really any interaction that they truly want until the woman that they like is essentially five to ten years older. Real shit. And those women look at that man as the retirement plan. Well, you know, she didn't like him in the beginning, but now that he's made something of himself, now she reconsiders. You feel me? Bullshit. Fuckery. So, like, the silent... The silent slave is the blue pill, right? The quiet quitter is the red pill because it's the reality that you know. Why Why would you go above and beyond when you feel or when you believe that you're not getting paid enough? Why not do the bare minimum? They can't tell you. They can't. Like, there's a lot of situations, a lot of examples that can be used for quiet quitting, right? My best way of describing it is this. Even like if if they asked me to do overtime, I probably would only because I'm not far from the crib. So I don't it's not a crazy drive. I'm literally five to seven minutes away. So like it's not a crazy drive back and forth to work. So if if a situation would ever come where you know, they need me to go to another building and, you know, cover somebody's section, wipe off some fucking tables and get extra hours, I'm going to do that. But in circumstances and in situations like this and in times like this, I'd rather just do what I'm used to doing. Now, I don't necessarily do the bare minimum. I go sort of above and beyond. But in a lot of ways, that's my bare minimum. And I'm not saying that to say that I go above and beyond all the time. I'm saying I have a consistent work pattern. Right? So when somebody, if somebody's asking me to do more, I'll do it, but I'll do it within my own time range. And then if they can complain, if they want to complain about it, then I'll just tell them, you know, Cause like like I said, I'm not I'm not getting paid chump change, but at the same time, it's like you know, a lot of people they'll they'll try to take advantage. It was somebody who can work, or somebody with with my character of just going to work and not really socializing with many people, and I don't mean that in an antisocial fashion. Um, if someone speaks to me, I will speak back. I won't blatantly um, ignore someone. And there's times where people will try to say hello, and I've had my headphones in. And then I would see them like 10 minutes later saying, oh, you didn't see me waving? And I was like, no. Why the fuck? Why, why, why should I? Why should I care? But see, quiet quitting 
in a relationship is very similar. You see, like quiet quitting, like quiet quitting can just be you and sort of this this short term uh, hookup phase or short term interaction, sex here, here and there, not really intimacy, not much of a connection besides, you know, physical attraction. She's attracted to you. You're attracted to her, but there's really just no, there's no chemistry. Now I know guys, you know, certain guys and bitches will say, you know, uh, when it comes to chemistry, that's all. Some people will say it's BS. I believe that it isn't. Especially when it comes to a particular sense. You know what I mean? Particular sense of a woman, particular sense of a man that uh, a particular woman senses and is attracted to. You see what I mean? Like you can't, you can't argue this. You can't argue against this, right? Now, the problem, the real issue is, it's like, it's a mixture because like the silent slave is the submissive man. The submissive man is a pushover. A pushover is a guy easily taken advantage of. A guy who's easily taken advantage of in a marriage is pretty much essentially uh, useless. You know, these women run circles around guys like this. You know what I'm saying? These are the women that I say time and time again, they initiate um, open marriages, open relationships, polyamory. They can go out there, get nailed, get slammed left and right. And you got just the faithful, committed beta who's just waiting at home. Or maybe he's just there watching because he's such a fucking cuck. Who knows? Who knows how these people get down? It's absolutely wicked. Despicable. But there's more. There's more silent slaves who get zero treatment. Meaning these will be guys who will nine times out of ten forever be friend zoned. Because they don't take any initiative. And I'm not I don't I'm not gonna pull the female card, although I'm a man, and I feel that it makes more sense for a man to tell men to step up than a fucking broad who doesn't know anything about being a man. And when I say step up, I don't give a fuck about courses, pick up artists, or nothing like that. Um that's it's a it's a personal journey that you're gonna have to come to terms with. you actually sit back and you think critically, you know, what do you want for yourself in the future? Now, the interesting thing about the manosphere, but more importantly, me speaking on the manosphere, is that I have friends who's married. I have friends who are single. I have friends who just hook up with bitches. Growing up, I've had people that went into one or one or more categories. Now, <laughs> most most guys, most of the like the silent slaves compared to the quiet quitters, like quiet quitters would be chads. You know what I'm saying? Like quiet quitters will be chads, giga chads, turbo chads. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, like a chad. A Chad who can event, who can be in any place, any environment, 
have any job or matter of fact, the nigga doesn't even have to have a job. These chads don't even have to have a job. They just have to post a picture on a dating app and it opens up this fucking portal. Like these guys open up a portal into the hooked up culture. Cause only like 10 to 15, uh, 10 to 20, excuse me, percent of men are capable of doing this shit. Other guys like myself, I just talk about it. But when you know people like this, when you know guys who either is dealing with outright more than two two women at a time or just a guy who's out there, you know, fucking bitches and enjoying it. Until you're actually around these people, it's just a meme to you. See, that's the problem with a lot of red pill shit. And I'm not attacking the red pill at all. This is the Crimson Capsule Chapel. I'm saying the... Um, it's almost like the lore. It's like it's like red pill lore, if you think about it, right? Where it's just this cheat code that unlocks, you know, infinite power and infinite wisdom and infinite understanding. And in a lot of ways, not to go too extreme, there can be some facts behind that. <clears throat> Excuse me. There can be some facts behind that. But in all actuality, um, the red pill isn't for everyone. Just like MGTOW isn't for everyone. Just like the black pill isn't for everyone. All of these different perspectives, all of these different philosophies, if you will, all still have the common... Well, most for most cases, you know, we're talking excluding PUAs, jabronis, excluding them, excluding dating coaches. Most of us all have that one thing in common. We, I, speaking for this, cannot stand pickup artists. I can't stand dating coaches. I don't care if it's a man. I don't care if it's abroad. I don't care about courses. I don't care about niggas' lay counts, how many whores they're smashing. It's absolutely despicable. I don't care. <clears throat> but they they put that shit out there, and a lot of the weak-minded simps, they pick up on it. And next thing you know, these piss-poor PUAs are the talk of the town. These guys either attack the red pill. <clears throat> and see, this is the... This is the interesting part about the red pill, right? Now, I know my history when it comes to these people, right? I study and research this shit. <clears throat> so there was a lot of pickup artists who became sort of red pill, quote unquote, red pill, but in all actuality, dating and relationship coaches. And the way that they did it was, you know, they had a lot of influence. To be honest, there was a lot of influence when it came to uh, pick up artists in a lot of ways when it comes to the origin of what is seen as the red pill today. That's why you have Rolo Tomasi and all these other guys talk about game, um, modern life dating, 
Or is it Modern Lifestyle? I don't fucking remember. Or no, that's John Anthony Lifestyle. You have all... But then... It's deep. Damn. It's deep. Like... Vibe, even with PUAs, right? Because then you have the pickup artists, like, the straight up... Fuck the red pill. Fuck MGTOW. Sort of pickup artists. Through and through. They're they're PUAs. They have courses for sale, and that's about it. Maybe a t-shirt, maybe a coffee cup. But they're selling you bullshit. But the red pill, these sort of red pill PUAs, these red pill... I like to call them red pill light. Because really what they do is they regurgitate old shit from like the 2000s and late 90s and shit. And they try to incorporate it. Um, into a society that legitimately doesn't give a fuck. Like, you have to understand, the generation that's coming up pretty much most likely had no idea what was going on even 15 years ago. Some cases, let alone 10 years, right? Now, these these low-minded men that I speak of, the silent slave. Not low, they're these weak minded men, excuse me, these weak minded men that I talk about. The silent slaves, they're the ones who are essentially easy targets. Now, the silent slave, like I said, he's going to stick around for the abuse, plus, he has he's, he's financially stable, so that's going to keep a bitch around. Because the bitch may not even like the guy in, in most situations. It's just a guy who she somehow hits the jackpot with who's making uh, six figures or more. Over six figures. Right? But not necessarily seven, but over six figures. Now, that guy, whether he's aware or not, most of these guys won't be because these women would be washed up. These women will be 35 plus when they finally go back to those guys, to the once forever friend zone, to like the once forever beta type of individual. But the problem is the silent slave, the the silent slave is a simp. And these simps, like I've said earlier, these simps are savage servants of society. Savage servants of society. Despicable. You want free speech with women? You're not going to get necessary. Well, you, you'll get free speech with women. Matter of fact, it, with women, that's essentially unfiltered, unplugged. Constantly. Repetitively. Men are trash, right? High value men. Six figure men. Pay my bills. Get my nails done. Buy this bag. Bitch, earn it. What the fuck? Like, that's the problem. Like, they don't... A lot of bitches today, man, they don't have any real, like, home value. So they're not necessarily looked at as long-term just off of that. Like, nobody in her family taught her any sort of... um, any sort of skill, 
ain't passed down no recipes. Bitches are shameful to cook. Like, I don't get it. This shit is embarrassing. It's disgusting. But forget forget free speech. You're not going to have... You're going to have free speech from women, but it's more like slut speech. Right? And what slut speech is, it's the female response to slut shaming. So, similar to what Amber Rose did. Amber Rose tried to sort of own the title of being a slut and creating the slut walk. In which I played the reaction from Jesse Lee Peterson uh, some time ago. Old, I think it was like three years ago, probably four years ago now, um, video. Right? She tried to own the term slut because that was the criticism that she was getting for men. It's similar to like nigga in a lot of ways, like that that whole word and on a cultural level, depending on where you're at culturally, you can either take it as a word or take offense to it. Depending on who you are and what you think of the word, that's just how it is. You know what I mean? Personally, I, I can give two fucks. I can't help it. Like I'm I'm black. That's 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 a word I like to use as a black, okay? As a negro, black American. And um that's that's I, I, I enjoy I don't enjoy the word, but I don't I don't shy from it. You know what I'm saying? It just it it it, it rolls off the tongue fairly easy. I call whites niggas, I call you know, Hispanics, Ricans, niggas, niggas. You know what I'm saying? I don't, that, like, I don't get it. Now, white person, this is a different, you got to understand where we're at. People are too sensitive. Now, me personally, if I heard a white person just say nigga, like, repeatedly, I don't know how I would react to that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't act like I would just um, ignore it, but at the same time, like, if it's not directed to me, why the fuck would I give a shit? I, I tried to go over this yesterday with the last episode that I tried to upload and, and it didn't upload, and then the audio fucked up, and all hell broke loose, but that's kind of like the, the catch-22 about racism, right? Because, like, we know, like, black people, like, genuine black people, and what I mean by that is, like, you, you you can see things from sort of both ends of the spectrum, right, in a lot of ways. Niggas know that most, all right, so most men that that move forward in life, right, and by move forward, it's it's either, you know, leave your area, uh, go for a career opportunity, decide to travel, etc. You're going to get criticism from your own people. Right? This is this is like for a man. I mean, how many passport bro videos do I have to go through where broads are just bitching about men who they essentially don't give a shit about in the beginning? Deciding to go overseas and look for something over there. So they got to be shamed as fucking predators. They got to be looked at as creeps. And and these bitches are just childish. 
They're childless and childish. Despicable. Basura. Um, the thing about slut speech, because I'm still on slut speech. I've jotted these things down earlier today. The thing about slut speech, I really pronounce it as salute, salute speech. I may, I might just use that for now. Salute. The salute speech is just the ability, and the prime examples are endless of what I play on this podcast and what I react to. Bitches telling on themselves. Bitches talking about getting ran through. Bitches talking about hooking up with random guys on weekends. Bitches doing anything and everything for attention, right? So it all it all comes back to attention, validation, and affection. That's what AVA stands for. Attention, woman will go out there. If a woman knows she's attractive, she ha- she doesn't have to do much. See, that's the science behind this shit, though. A woman who's really attractive, all she got to do is walk into a room. Bitch, you know, she's going to get some type of, she's going to get some type of play. She's going to have some man um, iron her down. And she can take the indicators of interest and do whatever the fuck she wants with it. This is how this shit usually works out. When a bitch is basic, below, below average looking hoes, like five and below type bitches, y'all disgust me. Because y'all really believe that y'all like eights and nines, man. It's disgusting. How delusional, like, this shit is almost a mental, this shit is damn near a mental illness at this point. I can actually, I can honestly say that and and almost not be 100% serious. You know what I'm saying? Like, the women who tell on themselves, right, they, they participate in open conversations, usually online, about sexual experiences. And they promote the idea of sleeping around as either a hobby or as a means to an end financially while shaming traditional and religious women who don't follow the strong and independent narrative. I'm going to read that again. Okay. For a woman to salute speech, to have salute speech, this is like her little... It's like her fucking bubble, but her bubble has been exposed, right? Like, it's the bubble of a woman going online, talking about what she expects from a man, while at the same time going through all of her baggage and history and why she doesn't have a fucking man to begin with. Disgusting. And I literally have this shit on my notes, but I would have played, I would have hit the Basuda button multiple times by now. I would have probably hit the air horn button, but fuck it. I'm going acapella right now. Um, but the reality of it is they they enjoy open conversations, primarily online, about sexual experiences. Um, and they promote the idea of sleeping around as either a hobby or a means to an end financially getting to the bag, finessing men, et cetera, et cetera, while shaming traditional and religious women who don't follow the strong and independent narrative. Very simple. Why don't you hear about any form of 
legit. Well, I wouldn't say any form because there's a lot of BS out there. A lot of these, a lot of these conservatives on the right should be ashamed of themselves. Respectfully, they should be. They should be ashamed of themselves. Because you know they they they'll they'll promote the same shit. They're trying to promote a man just forgetting about a bitch's past and going out there and marrying these ran down women who pretty much when you're dealing with them, you know, the shot clock is running. She only has but a few, a few years to where you can possibly have a healthy child. And the woman that you have the child with can be healthy as well. But most of the time, that's not the case. And even though there's a good percentage of broads that's out here freezing eggs, bitches don't have 12,000, 15,000 in their pockets like that. Let's keep it a buck. And all of you exceptions to the rule, shut the fuck up. I'm getting sick and tired of these fucking unicorns that pop out of nowhere, acting like, you know, they're the exception of everything. Is that idea of a woman can never do wrong, even if she does it right in front of you. If you acknowledge it, you're weak, you're insecure. Women who come with that sort of energy, you got to be careful of those bitches. And like I said, why don't you think you see why, why don't you think there's, you know, any sort of uprising of religious women or traditional women? who are looking for traditional men. Why don't why don't you think that's happening in the West? You think it's a fucking coincidence that niggas are just leaving the fucking country to look for bitches elsewhere? Do you think the promiscuity of the modern woman would be accepted by the same men who are going abroad? No. Even guys like myself who's been single for eight years, by the way. When I think about all of the fuckery that's going on, I almost got to count my lucky stripes. It's like I became more optimistic realizing all of the fucking bullshit I I dodged. Not dealing with these fucking strags. I've dodged a lot of shit. When I look back, for example, and I mention this a lot, when I when I look back on previous relationships, you know, those relationships and those women are all single mothers today. They're all single mothers. So it may sound fucked up to say this, but I'm pretty fucking lucky that the situation ended the way that it ended. And I wasn't the fucking, you know, uh, I wasn't the baby's father, let alone the fucking stepdad. And these funky ass hoes, and not and not these bitches in particular, but bitches in general, these funky ass bitches, man, they'll try to come back after they're ran through with two kids. Like that's that right there is the ultimate form of disrespect. I don't think women realize that. Wasn't trying to give a nigga any play, wasn't trying to give a nigga any time previously when you were at your best. But now you start to fall apart. And in the process of you falling apart, now you want to go back to these type of men. It's a fucking slap in the face, dude. Guys and guys who go along with this shit. Absolutely disgusting. 
Really? How low can you go? Better off paying for pussy. Like I've I've already stated this, so I don't necessarily want to backpedal. I think it, I think it's an extreme um, alternative and it's an extreme solution to the virginity sexless problem. But what ends up happening is you'll create sex uh, sex addicts. Cause shit, they're not going to fucking sit down, have a fucking conversation and build with a bitch who's airheaded just to try to fuck them. If they know that a bitch that probably looks better than the woman that you're on a date with is just going to charge you a little, you know, a little money. You're going to smash, you're going to pipe, and that's going to be it. Now, even though I'm not against it, I never participated in this. I don't trick. I don't give a play. I'm broke. I tell I'm broke. Fuck out of here. I'm broke. I'm a brokey. Fuck that. I, bitch, if you're in my good graces, I may share a large McDonald's fry with you. Possibly. I'm a scumbag. I'm a piece of shit. I can acknowledge that. And the best part about it is, although, you know, there's some, there's some satire to what I'm saying, but I'm sure people understand what I'm saying though. Like I'm not, I'm not investing in a bitch that doesn't earn my investment. That's like, that's like listening. That's like if you want to get involved in crypto, you just go to some random video and you listen to every single thing that that person tells you to do. You buy their program and you try to be, you know, rich, very successful off of investing in Bitcoin. The problem is you just went to one fucking guy. You didn't get a broad perspective you didn't get other guys with possibly better information and more experience to get you more money and and to have what you pay for actually pay off at the end bitches investing in bitches is probably one of the most dumbest things that a man can ever do unless they are married and they are established as a, a couple I will be fair and say that other than that, and this goes back to like the silent slave, right? Like the guy who avoids conflict at all costs. Now it's not to say that you should just go out there with your chest out. It's just that you should just have that mindset of not taking shit from people. You know what I mean? You just, you just have to have that mindset and you have to have, that way of living. You have to have experiences. You have to you have to really go through some shit. You know what I'm saying? You really had to put in pain. Like motherfuckers put in pain when it comes to this uh you know this red pill MGTOW philosophy free agent lifestyle or what I like to call the solo campaign lifestyle. There's people that there's men I should say that came to that conclusion that Maybe going solo is, uh, number one, it's going to save you money. It's going to save you heartbreak. It's going to save you investing in the wrong type of females because a lot of these guys are weak-minded anyway. And most of these guys are attracted to the promiscuous woman. But instead of just wanting to fuck the promiscuous woman, they'll actually try to invest into the promiscuous woman. 
you know, the dangerous woman that can never be saved. But we're going to jump into, uh, but that's, that's slut speech. So when the women that I play on this podcast, most of the time, these goofy, retarded whores, and I say this with sincerity, and I don't target all women when I say this, but if the shoe fits, deal with it. I don't, I'll get I get sick and tired of you got men that are being verbally assaulted on a daily basis by bitches and they still censor themselves because they don't want the swift punishment. I already stated my position when it comes to women as a whole versus these wicked, wild, trifling feminists. A lot of these women follow that. So they're just a part of it. I don't care if they have, they don't have bodies like that. I don't care if they're truly feminine. They put on a persona that is unattractive. They put on a persona for a lot of men, for a lot of guys don't want to deal with you. You're unapproachable. Whatever looks you have, you have women that look feminine, but they act like studs, man. It's fucking disturbing. What the fuck is wrong with these bitches, man? Shit is crazy. But yeah, the the biggest the biggest point when it comes to slut speech is the ability to shame those and criticize women who aren't sluts. They actually shamed. We went from a point of shaming bitches because these bitches deserve to be shamed, right? Bitches a hoe. So why why would you put a hoe on a pedestal? You know what I'm saying? Like simple simple question. Why would you put a hoe on a pedestal? But you have to understand that there's weak-minded men who are just tempted by the flesh and they don't see they don't see the wicked spirit of these bitches. They only see the beautiful exterior. This is why in the Bible, you like wicked bitches were all in the Bible. Prostitutes, whores, and all these motherfucking tricks, broads. They were all in the Bible. So <laughs> There's nothing new under the sun, needless to say, right? Fuck these retarded, goofy-ass whores. Like, look, the, the line has to be drawn. That's all I'm saying. The line has to be drawn. There's things that you can accept and things that you can't accept. The things that you can't accept, do you forcefully want to be around that just because society views it as normal society's batshit crazy right now our society's fucked you got 35 to 40 fucking genders like i stated before you can fucking identify as a fucking airplane for christ's sakes and people will have to take it serious or it's hate speech pronouns and all this other type of madness it's childish it's disgusting there, there is no other way to put it. Like, I don't, I don't get it. I just don't get it. And I, I don't want to understand it. I just want to be as far away from it as possible. Alphabet, the alphabet community, the Moist Mafia, these guys, listen, they're everywhere. There's nothing you can do about it. I talked about this in the episode I'm going to share tomorrow when it comes to, like, hip-hop and shit. This, this transition, pause, and no pun intended, you know, transition and all that, you know, trans. But this whole transition within hip hop culture sort of becoming this wild, zesty, wild, sassy, 
type of ordeal. Very disturbing. Like I like niggas niggas is rocking dresses wild crazy. Like they're that's their thing. It's not like these niggas it's like it's as if they're not even doing it for a check anymore. It's like these niggas are completely bugged out. Like they got turned out. You know what I mean? He got completely hoed out, turned into a hoe. And look, man, I the whole skinny jeans thing, this is my problem with it. It's blatant. Like, when we talk about cultural appropriate. <laughs> I always wanted to bring this up anyway. When you talk about cultural uh, appropriate things, right? Skinny jeans, for one, bitches, skinny jeans are essentially for bitches. And I'm not saying that men who wear skinny jeans are bitches. I'm saying, originally speaking, skinny jeans and like super tight jeans were meant for bitches, right? So, you know, if they got a, if they got a nice bottom, it's going to pop. It's going to pop out. You understand? When you got heterosexuals, thugs, like, look, criminals, guys, criminals, niggas, they will shoot. With They got skinny jeans on, guys. Niggas got man purses. I don't get it. Like, look, I don't get it. I don't understand it, man. I don't understand it. But that whole narrative of niggas acting wild, sassy, and zesty in the hip-hop culture, man, that shit was set in stone when uh, Birdman kissed Lil Wayne. Right? To be honest, if you really think about it. I mean, because there's a few, like, suspects Niggas already suspected Diddy, allegedly, you know, on, on the bandit tip. He a bottom bandit. Despicable, dude. dude all these guys, look, wait. And see, people don't want to acknowledge this shit, but when niggas blatantly wear dresses, you know the culture's fucked up. If niggas is wearing dresses and they're really, like, advertising skinny jeans, like, this is white boy shit, like, and I'm not even saying that to be disrespectful. I'm saying that to be truthful. Like, we talk about the, when I say we, I saw mostly black people. We talk about uh, who's allowed to do this and who, who's allowed to do that. But niggas is out here rocking skating jeans. Band shirts. They don't even listen to the bands. They don't even know the fucking bands and the shirts they have on. They don't listen to the music. They probably have no idea that it's a band. They probably think it's just a, a a clothing brand. It's it's disgusting. I don't get it. Fried niggas is fried, dude. Only way that I can put it, they're fried. But we're gonna get into this fucking video, man. Thirteen minutes long. I already listened to this yesterday. I'm not gonna lie, so I'm gonna play most of it, and then I'm just gonna react to it when it's all said and done. Yeah? 
I would say yes. Isn't the dating advice for men typically how to seduce a woman and get her into bed, while the dating advice for women is usually how to get a man into a relationship, get him to commit and treat you right? Yeah, I would say generally that that would be a yes. I feel like that's the objective for both sexes, right? Men typically go for sex and women typically go for money. You've heard, like, seduce their mind first. Like, women, we... We can end up with like a five, right? But if he has like a personality, he has all these other things, like you see like average Joes all the time with fine ass women, right? Sorry, I can't help it. I had to pause it there. I had I had to just point out the blue pill cope that these women use. I've mentioned before that these women are blue pill pharmaceutical technicians. Okay? Don't ask me how I know these terminologies. Okay? These bitches are blue pill pharmaceutical technicians. They they subscribe and provide men with constant BS. Constant cope. Oh, just be yourself. It's all bullshit. So if you're advising them to do, just be genuine, like get to know the woman, like don't be so greasy. Like there is more. Disgusting. Really, man, just out of pocket. <laughs> Us and our bodies that like get to know our mind, right? But with why bitches always have to violate, dude? Like that's my problem too. Like, why do bitches have why bitches feel they have the freedom to violate? Like, bitch, I'll violate too. This is only words. This could be seen as satire, or I could be dead fucking serious. But really, these bitches really gotta stop, man. They're out of they're out of pocket. Go somewhere. These fucking broads, man. Like, look, like I said, I think all of this shit is necessary. When guys finally realize that, wow, these bitches really aren't important like that, and these bitches are really out here getting ran through. Um, maybe my idea, or maybe my Disney dynamic. Or my Disney dream simulator of finding this perfect woman and having these kids and settling down and having the house with the white picket fence is not what it is. Maybe. Maybe you can find those opportunities elsewhere. Or maybe you're just better off stacking capital, staying away from fucking normies. And niggas that that just can't relate. They just can't. And I understand it. I get it. This based life ain't for everybody. Everyone wants to be woke, right? So just enjoy it. White people hijack the fuck out of that term. And Bill Burr is correct. For those, I should have grabbed that clip. And I'm not a I'm not a huge Bill Burr fan. I just want to mention that. So I'm not necessarily uh riding anyone's coattail here. But Woke, the whole woke shit was the sort of the black and even in a lot of ways to be direct, the African conscious community, this idea of being woke is a level of consciousness. Now, how do I know these things? Because I know these things, right? Like there's no ifs, ands, and buts about it. The woke shit came from more of the urban communities and the urban environments of being aware of your surroundings and having your third eye open. You understand? 
Um, the whites on the left, they hijacked it. And then they turned it into a queer movement. They turned it into a, a transformer movement. They turned it into, you know, the alphabet moist mafia uh, movement. That's what they did. They hijacked it. Look at BLM and look at, and I mean BLM in a, in a sense of what it stands for. Not the fact that black lives don't matter. As a black man, I would I would be appalled to hear somebody say that. But on the other hand, the organization here that we're talking about is something that I can't get behind. You know, these women claiming to be uh, practicing witches, um, I can't necessarily get behind that either. Being a man of faith, you understand? I, I can't back that. I refuse to. In fact, most people who bring it up, I just laugh. Like the, the subject of BLM is funny to me because one of the founders was out here scamming and hoodwinking niggas left and right. Like a thief in the night. But no one, like, and see, the thing about it with me is, and I'm not even trying to toot my own horn, but I was way ahead of this shit. Like, I was, like, I was way ahead of this shit. I was bringing up an article from Australia, right? This was back in, like, I want to say 2016. Matter of fact, yeah, 2016, 2017. And this was an article about some white guy in fucking Australia creating a Black Lives Matter uh, page on Facebook or had some type of GoFundMe shit and stacked up like close to $100,000 or over $100,000. Left all these dumb, retarded niggas behind. And see that, you gotta be, you gotta be direct. You gotta be direct. Because there's, not all of us fell for the bullshit. Not all of us believed in the hype. You have this idea. It's going to get worse and worse now that 2024 is like coming up. The left is getting very paranoid because you got a lot of niggas now, a lot of black folks who are legitimately speaking out about Trump getting back in. You have more black conservatism. I'm not saying solidly you have more black conservatives or even to say that you have more black Republicans, but you do have more black men, especially with conservative views, especially when it comes to the opposite sex women. But then again, I don't want to go too deep into politics. I don't even want to go through this fucking video, but we're going to go through it anyway. Us, I don't know, like our advice is kind of changing now because women are more independent and, you know, it used to be like, find a rich man, like, find, you know, whatever, but it's way different now. You have to compromise and whenever you really like somebody, then you'll get to know what they believe in. And if you can relate to that and compromise and you'll find a common ground and you'll find your right man and you can like know that he's not a good man if he isn't going to compromise with you. Bitch said compromise like seven fucking times. We get it. Sweetheart, we get it. We understand. Stop using the fucking word. 
feel like, especially in this generation, we just lost all compromise. We have so many unrealistic standards, so I think we're pretty much fucked. <laughs> Can I say that on camera? Yeah, well, our men and women never so. She at least acknowledged it, so I'll give her that. But Jesus Christ, she didn't hold back now, did she? Jesus. Get together and they have completely different goals. <laughs> opposites attract? Do you think opposites attract or like minds? Like minds. Both. Isn't that a contradiction? It is, but aren't women a contradiction of themselves? <laughs> The same women that say opposites attract still wants uh, a quote-unquote like-minded partner. Let's be honest. Women need the opposite. They don't need someone like them as man because that man will be treated as the girlfriend. Okay? It's purely scientific right here, right? Purely. When you have a man who, it's like, the male chameleons there's there's male chameleons out there now these guys the uh charlatan the, the charlatans and the uh grifters these type of guys are essentially just snake oil salesmen but they they have a way to get people to buy into the snake oil they have the technique to get weak-minded, low-level, low-testosterone-having scumbags to uh, buy into their program. Now, I already give my distaste, not only to PUAs, but to these fucking idiots that buy into this garbage. And more importantly, guys who take advice from women. Like, I don't get it. I just don't get it. Is there a difference between what women say that they want in a relationship and what they actually respond to? Um, absolutely. I feel like like women, we're, we're just like, like we contradict by nature. So can you trust a woman's dating advice? <laughs> um, like I said, it depends on who it comes from because like... We want a man who treats us right, but at the same time, we kind of want him to be aggressive. So it's hard to... Basura. 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 Trash. Toxic. This is toxic femininity, ladies and gentlemen. You see, it's very easy for these fucking broads to just go up to a man or disagree with a man and just label him a misogynist just because he disagrees with things like i don't know abortion maybe he's a pro lifer i'm not i'm not either i don't i like I, I don't have children dude so i don't give a fuck about it i have nieces and nephews and luckily you know they're of uh two parent household two parent family so they're good other than that i don't give a fuck about these fucking bitches Bastard children, I feel sorry for them, but at the same time, I don't give a fuck. The fuck do I look like? See, women are too used to finding squares, right? And the problem is with a lot of these guys is 
if they only knew what they were worth and what they can achieve not chasing bitches and actually getting to resources and getting to the bag because you as a man, it's more natural for you to do that on a day-to-day basis than a bitch. A bitch only cosplays. A bitch only acts like she's a nigga out here putting in work and working long hours and doing all this and that. Tired of it. Cut it out, man. This is all this is all like whore lore. This is what like like rapper bitches talk about. Like finessing men, getting to the bag. It's nauseating. I can't take it. I refuse to listen to this shit. I don't even there's very little music. There's very little music that I would literally say I don't I would not want to listen to, right? There's some country songs that aren't bad. Jazz, smooth jazz. Not bad, right? Um old school, I pretty much call it BBQ. It's like old R&B and souls, barbecue music. Um Earth Wind and Fire, James Brown. You know what I mean? All all different, various genres, various. If I had a realistic playlist, it would be endless. Because I'm just thinking of different bands and different people to throw into the category. But different variety. Okay. I, I personally, like for the most part, um... When it comes to music, for the most part, it's I kind of just it's just kind of a part of the routine. If I'm making music, it's different. You know what I mean? It's it's an actual experience. You know what I mean? It's a personal experience, right? Especially if I'm high, if I'm as high as I am, and I was in front of my computer, I would have just started making music. Right. It's like an adventure. This trash today. It's not even I wouldn't even say it's trash because the production, the production um, actually be hidden. Niggas actually have good production. There's actually uh, very talented producers out there. Um, the music, per se. The artist, per se, not so much. You know what I mean? And these fucking um, thought hoppers. I call them thought hoppers. These are, you know, thought. These are, well, I wouldn't call them thoughts. It's more of a persona that a lot of these women use within their music um, to affiliate or associate themselves with scammers and bitches that rob niggas for money. Okay. Um, bitches that will fuck niggas for the bag. It's it's in the music, guys. And yes, I am acknowledging the fact that it is music and it is a character and I'm not considering any of these people to actually be hoes, but it's the message that they're spreading. You feel me? So, yeah, this is a very based uh, episode. I'm tired of this fucking... Uh, retarded bitches, but I'm going to play as much more as possible, but it's almost 8 o'clock. When 8.15, that'll give me
solid two hours to finish up. So I think that's what I'm going to go with. So let's finish this shit off. Okay, men should not be so aggressive. Don't come into women so hard. I feel like women, though, should not be so... <laughs> I feel like women should kind of let their guard down sometimes, even though men can be creeps. But, <laughs> yeah. but I feel like women should loosen up, be more open, have more options. Right. What are your thoughts on dating coaches? Dating coaches? Um, I think that there's something to it, right? I, I think that they've taken the time to understand like psychology and dating and what works and what doesn't. Why are there virtually no dating coaches for women? Um, that's a good question. I think mostly because women are the ones being pursued most of the time. Because women think they know it all. <laughs> Maybe because... I think we all have it figured out. <laughs> because women are emotional creatures. They're fucking crazy. Because we're always jealous. They're always sorry, Lily. We're always jealous of each other for some odd reason. Like they, if they want, are they lying? I mean, let's take the jokes and shit. Let's let's take the jokes out of it and let's just analyze this. Like let's let's just really closely analyze what they were saying. Like. Was what they were saying wrong? Probably. It may be viewed as wrong, especially by women. Um, what did what they say is is what they are saying false? Absolutely not. They are a hundred percent accurate. Dude, like I remember watching a movie with Lindsay Lohan back in the day called Mean Girls. I'm sure a lot of people know what movie I'm talking about with Lindsay Lohan. That's when she had the short skirt, you know what I mean? Real, real, real bangable at one time. But due to cocaine and whatever the fuck that bitch was doing, she was hanging out with a rowdy bunch. She got caught up. Fucked her shit up. <clears throat> Guarantee you, she's at a gas station right now, probably looking like the Crypt Keeper. I'm telling you. She just gives off those vibes. Like, she looks like a bitch that would be at a um, Sunoco selling Lucy's. Like, that, that just seems like the outcome for bitches like that. Respectfully. Okay. To give a woman uh, advice, it's usually advice that they need to take themselves. Is there a difference between what women say that they want in a relationship and what they actually respond to? Yes. So can you trust a woman? All right. So first off, the woman acknowledged that a lot of women just project. That's pretty much what she said. Let's be honest. Let's break that down. Okay. Let's just translate that for a second. Had to do some translating. Um. Yeah, women. women are going to do that. They're just, you know, and look, I don't care. Bitches say whatever the fuck they want. These women are telling on themselves and they're telling on y'all. So don't get mad at me. Get mad at these heifers. They're out here doing these destructible things and being completely bold and honest about it just for credibility and clout. 
dating advice? No. Sometimes they say what they want when it's not really what they need. I think maybe women should be more upfront right away so they're not wasting their time or leading the guy on if he has other intentions. What are your thoughts on the following expression? You don't ask a fish how to catch a fish, you ask a fisherman. Stupid. <laughs> Rest in peace, Patrice O'Neill. Patrice O'Neill was actually the one that I've heard use that phrase. Um, why would it, how, first of all, you always ask why a man would take relationship advice from a woman, but you never really ask like where was the point in this guy's mind to where he realized that the thing that he was missing was a female, a fucking, let me turn this air on. Jesus Christ car smoked out a fucking female wingman a wing woman that's what's going to help him you know paying for a course you know learning how to approach women by middle-aged jabronis is somehow like the grand scheme of things i don't get it i i've just lost a lot of respect for a lot of guys in the, in these spaces. Not all, because I still mention the people that I that I rock with. But other than that, man, it's just despicable. Springtime comes. I'm doing a lot of spring cleaning, man. Probably gonna start roasting these fucking people. I'm tired of hearing them. They're, they're despicable. I, they're really like it. Really pisses me off when you when you talk about. It's always the groups and it's always the people who are the most genuine, who are the ones who are taken advantage of in the long run. Meaning the guys in every situation with certain groups, they've most likely came in with good intentions. But whatever criticism that is usually brought to them, most likely by the opposite sex, there's always that tension because the reality of it for women is, we don't give a fuck about your makeup. You look nice with it, but if you have too much, you look like a fucking clown. I don't give a shit about makeup. I don't care about getting your nails done. I don't care about getting your hair done. I don't want to be in your circle of conversation. Respectfully. So why can't women feel that same way about men in the male space, in the manosphere, in the red pill, in MGTOW? Why can't they just leave niggas the fuck alone? That's all I want to know. Bitch, most of these like most of these women that come in here, and I've already stated it, like everybody's brought it up. Everybody's had their roast. And I just want to have a little roast myself. I want to set up the pit. I'm gonna barbecue some of these some of these fucking bitches, man, because I'm sick and tired of it. A lot of these bitches are essentially low-hanging fruit. Okay? They're low-hanging fruit. Yeah, they're attractive. That's that's the whole point, stupid. All these guys that come on their fucking platforms and subscribe to them, they're subscribing to a bitch with a nice rack, a pretty face, a slim waist, and about 35 to 50% of the Manosphere red pill talking points. 
Now, it's not to say directly that their claim to fame is based on just the fact that they have a set of tits and a pretty face and um, all that good things. Because, let's face it, with certain, there's certain women who I could say genuinely have some sort of backing, not even a backing, but have, they don't have an ulterior motive because they've kind of been consistent and they, they've, they've kept their foot on some of these bitches necks for a very long time. Okay. There are women out here who, who's about this shit, but a lot of them, they choose to be silent. Okay. And while, while you choose to be silent, you're going to continue to lose men in the West. Men are leaving the country. This isn't like a threat. This isn't like, I'm not advertising for passport bros. I don't have a passport myself, but I'm just saying that's going to be the raw reality for a lot of these women in the near future. That's the best analogy I've heard. I mean, the fish isn't going to tell you how to catch them. So you have to be skilled at what you want. So if you're the fisherman, you know how to, like, you know, put the moves out there. You know, like, you're skilled in what you want to get. In other words, you're not going to go to a fish. You're not going to go to a woman and ask her, how can I get with you? It's the same meaningless logic, guys. Understand what I just said right there. That's perfect. What I just said was perfect, right? The comparison of going up to a woman and asking her what you can do to be with her, that is the perfect, damn near perfect example. But these women don't fucking give a shit about that. They already know the, they know the game. Some of these women know the game. A lot of these dating coaches, what I think they do is they soften a lot of these weak-minded men. They're already weak-minded. If they're going to a woman, if they're going to a female dating coach, if she's going to, if he's going to a female relationship coach, for Christ's sakes, you already know that you know he's in fucking shambles, respectfully. It's disgusting. It really is. I actually realize now, like how, like I, I think I mentioned this before, but you, you ever reach a point, like when you're in your 30s, or maybe even late 20s, now that I think about it, and either an event happens, or like something major happens, and you can like sincerely not give a fuck, like that's, like you reach a point to where you really, you really you've reached like your old head status. You just don't give a shit about things. You know what I mean? Things that you may have given the shit about the year prior. I mean, for me, luckily it was just based on getting to the bag working. That's all that shit was for me. So I can't, I'm not, I can't really brag about it. Cause I don't fucking like being here constantly, but the money's all right. So fuck it. I think that's the thing about men that's very distinctive or it's something, well, it's something compared to women that's almost like night and day, right? 
where guys se- almost like subconsciously celebrate the idea of getting up and making money working for a living whatever he's doing especially if he's if he's comfortable with what he's doing you know guys actually strive for that um men for the most part we strive for you know bigger and better things um men are more more than likely to take risks men are more than likely to have better negotiation skills with negotiating contracts and negotiating the possibility of making more money than what they originally wanted or what they were originally hiring for. You see what I mean? And it's not to say women aren't capable of doing it. A lot of women have became more book savvy, but it did nothing for their femininity. A guy, I guess, I guess in my personal, my personal opinion, all the bull, all bullshit aside, podcasts and everything aside, um, for a woman to reach that point to where she can outdo men, out you know, um, out earn men, all that. That's all. Like I don't have, I legitimately have no issue with that whatsoever. And I can acknowledge and respect that, but that's almost like a friend. That would almost be like a mentor. I would want to know how that bitch made money or if she strategized and made any other plans or started a business. Okay, this bitch may have something. She may have something to listen to when it comes to advice, making money, Um, advice and relationships. Absolutely not. I refuse it. It's like old school, hardcore based Christians, based Christians. They'll tell you straight up. They don't believe in women uh, pastors women preachers, it's blasphemy, and the book says it. But once again, these are hardcore, uh, I wouldn't even say, I wouldn't even bring in politics. They're just hardcore-based Christians. But most of them are essentially uh, associated with the right. Where it's like, they're not, because like, look, man, you got a lot of crazy shit going on, right? And this is just another base conversation. In fact, fuck this video. I'm not. I'm not going through the video anymore. I'm going to end this with a, with with a, with a little bit more raining. Like there was a time, right? Like even even if you looked at, because really all this shit is done. All this shit, like personally, even with the conversation. Even with the constant talking point, I can't stress this enough where women, if women sit back and really think what went wrong and where men have either just completely tapped out or they'll take at the bare minimum um, sexual experiences within the hookup culture or maybe just getting lucky on a fucking dating app or like taking a woman for what the fuck she is, like I said earlier, and then when you feel that you're ready to move forward, you just move forward. But really, that's that's all it kind of becomes. You know, videos mentioning, you know, the low number of childbirth, adding on to the hookup culture and um, pro-choice, Planned Parenthood, you guys know the rest. I'm not even going to use the word. 
even though I used abortion already, so fuck it. Cause like I'm not I'm not super I'm not super based. I'm not super sand based, but I am based. Where it's like, okay. This is why I don't at the same time I, I acknowledge Christianity. I, I acknowledge uh the Heavenly Father, Christ. I I don't it, when I say I don't acknowledge Christians, what I mean is it's it's more watered down. Like there's a couple of guys who are like preachers, and we're not talking about TD Jakes. We're talking about hardcore, you know what I'm saying, men of God, right? Where I've talked about it before. There's there's a thing that I believe there's like a righteous anger where when God decided to wipe shit out, when God decided that shit was done, shit was over with, he wanted motherfuckers to know that. So he wiped the fucking place out. The flood, the fire, Sodom and Gomorrah. He made an impact, right? Now, today you got Sodom and Gomorrah on fucking steroids. You got 35 different fucking genders. You got one side who is pretty much enforcing the other side to accept the shenanigans and the fuckery and the tomfoolery. And you got logical people, people with a brain, people with somewhat of what you would call intelligence on the opposite end, just sitting back and lounging. Cause like I said, I was on, I'm, I'm essentially ahead of all this shit. I'm ahead of it. Most of the things that were, that were in position, most of the things that were going to happen, I pointed it out. I've already stated when when Trump, when they were hitting motherfuckers with the mail-in ballot shit and the, the election day went more than the day, that's when I knew Trump was going to lose. And it's not even the fact if he allegedly lost. I'm not even saying that. It's just the results. I knew they were going to do something. When election day turned into fucking election week, that's when I kind of got like, you know, all right. Lights out, it's over. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's over. <laughs> Look at where we're at now. High gas high high gas prices. You know, the same, you know, you know, the former president with the the Middle East peace treaty was a fucking, you know, a Nobel Peace Prize, if I've ever seen one. I'm just saying. Like, there's things that motherfuckers just don't want to acknowledge. If you want to go along with the with the narrative of Trump's a racist, I'm going to need to see proof. Because I, I, I would come with twice as much information to disprove most of what motherfuckers will say. Because all of y'all niggas are controlled by propaganda any fucking way. Niggas like me, I, I look this shit up. I look this shit up. A lot of people, they do crossword puzzles. A lot of people, they do word searches. Um, they read the paper in general. You know, they do crossword puzzles, like I said. They do different puzzles. I do research. I do my own research on top of that. Meaning, I won't just go to one news outlet that's automatically going to be biased to begin with. 
I'm going to get I'm going to get the information from several different sources and simply compare and contrast what is more reasonable, what is more logical, and what is just BS. What is just propaganda? What 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 that happens to be more pretty much damn near satire, you know, a fucking clown show, which is most of mainstream media, respectfully. Fuck them. Okay. 805, man. It's funny because I did the same shit with this video that I did with the last video in which I only went through how many minutes? I want to see real quick. Hold on. Only went through four minutes of this video. So it is what it is. Pretty much close to an hour and 30 minutes already, man. Luckily, it was crazy about today is like legit. I didn't get any sleep whatsoever. I woke up this morning, went to the dispensary. Uh, bought three quarters. I know I bought sugar kush. Azalea's or some, I forgot what it's called. Exalia or some shit. Buy it fine. That's the company of the chronic good ass weed. Shit looks beautiful. Smokes even better. Tastes even better. But realizing that I probably laid down maybe at 5 o'clock. And because I had the blinds open, which essentially is my alarm clock, especially if I know the sun is going to be out that day. But I felt like I closed my eyes, you know, like in video games where it's like simulated, like where like in like Fallout, it's kind of like ghetto because like it literally just shows you time that goes by. But in other cases, they'll just show you like um, like in fucking cyberpunk and shit, this show you lay down and then the next thing you know, it's like fucking 830, 845 in the fucking morning. And yeah. Went and got me, went and got my weed, and uh, I'm definitely ready to get the rest of this fucking week over with, get the rest of this fucking day out of the way, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, like most people, like I've stated before, um, this whole situation with women and all that shit, I mean, it, it is important, and I don't, I don't want to be. I don't want to be one of those individuals that go on a completely different path and just leave this completely behind. You see what I'm saying? Because, you know, my intention from the very beginning was to, I wanted to be in, what I really wanted was some sort of blog or some sort of like inbox type of thing. I might just create a fucking email address. And kind of just throw it out there. So, like, if people got ideas or if people see a video that's funny that motherfuckers won't bug out about, fair use, by the way, I can go through it and sort of have more of a, you know, an interactive type of uh, podcast. Although I don't give a fuck. I enjoy talking. 
especially especially if there's something worth talking about. Um, going back to like like guys, right? Like men, you have to really come to the understanding that a lot of these women, they're they're nothing more but street meat. They're street queens, street divas. You know what I mean? Ghetto goddesses. You see what I'm saying? Like, despicable. Basuda. And I don't say this to be necessarily hateful. And I don't say this on some one-sided shit. Because when it comes to this type of behavior, you know, a lot of people want to leave the Caucasoid community out of it. White bitches are out of pocket, too, man. Trust me, I dated most white bitches. White bitches are out of fucking pocket. See, a man really, a, a black man really has to have patience and genuine consideration for a woman to deal with that type of complaining, nagging, like, like invasive. Like, it's just, ugh. It really, I, I really, it really does turn my stomach thinking about it. That really, it, like, it's disgusting. Because, like I said, where where other guys lie at, or where not lie, but where other guys stand at, I should say, where other guys stand at, their perspective is entirely different. I'm I'm more uh, I'm more individualistic to understand that, right? So I don't shame the direction that the next man goes. I'm just sure of where I want my direction to go. And I don't do no courses. I'm not I'm not doing lectures. I don't I don't give a fuck about that. Niggas do whatever the fuck they want with their lives. You see what I'm saying? Cuz it's your life. You know what I mean? You're in you're in the driver's seat. You don't want to be in the passenger seat when it comes to your life. That can be looked at in a lot of ways. Or you don't want to put your life in someone else's hands. In others. In, 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 a, in, a, in a metaphysical way or however the fuck you want to put it. You feel me? You don't want to do that. You want to have control of where you want to go going forward. You don't want nobody behind your steering wheel. Fucking with the radio. You know what I mean? Like, you ride with bitches. Like, listen, dude. Like, this shit... A lot of guys, they're too soft. So, it's going to be... It's going to be a very, very bumpy ride for them if they don't wake the fuck up. Some of these niggas already got bitches knocked up on Valentine's Day. Completely fucked the game up. Completely fucking the game up. And these women are smiling. Because, look... All of the cheating, all of these, um, I would just call them bastard baby providers are bastard baby. Yeah, they're bastard baby providers, bastard baby providers. These are men who are pretty much lied to and manipulated by the women who say and claim that the child that is growing within her 
belongs to him. So, of course, this guy is ecstatic. This guy, realistically speaking, would probably be a stand-up father. This guy, realistically speaking, would have possibly been a role model to the son or daughter. But these bitches, most of them, they're too caught up in themselves. But most of the time, that child isn't his. And she knows it. These women take a lot of... uh, They took a lot of dirt with them. They take a lot of dirt with them. And what, what becomes more, I think, disturbing is the fact that it's celebrated and the fact that you see more and more of it. You see more and more of it on TikTok. You see more and more of it on social media, right? And like I said, there has to eventually be a line that's drawn in the sand where, you know, I'm going to stand where I stand at on shit. You know what I'm saying? I think I think most people are capable of coming to their own conclusions, having their own thoughts, having their own opinions, and not being pressured or in a lot of ways with the younger with the youth not being bullied and being harassed to support something that you generally don't support. Because like I said, country-wise, I'm a nationalist. So when it comes to nationalism, let's just say there's good and bad in everything. My way of looking at it is if a white guy, a hillbilly with a shotgun a motherfucker in Texas, a motherfucker in Alabama, um, a motherfucker in Arizona, okay? Um, A motherfucker in Tennessee. If those people can say that, you know, they're proud to be an American or they're proud to be of the United States of America, and that's not considered racist. Even if a motherfucker, like personally speaking, that's why the whole black pride thing is a very sticky situation, right? And I think pride in your heritage is always a fucked up double standard for white people. (laughs) I just want to mention this because it's Black History Month. Well, white people really got it bad when it comes to like the idea that if you think about it, the only people that generally, the only people that generally speak out are black folks, right? So even with like white people noticing that a lot of black folks or young black folks is wearing Led Zeppelin shirts, Pink Floyd shirts, uh, Metallica shirts, um, Iron Maiden shirts, Black Sabbath shirts. And they and in their brains, I can already figure it out. Like they're saying to themselves, these motherfuckers know nothing about the bands that they have on their shirts. In which most of the time, they're absolutely correct. Okay. There is there is like swagger jacking on both ends of the spectrum, right? Like when it comes to fashion, especially, 
So, like, when white people get, like, dreadlocks and shit, for example, this is out of fashion. This is just, like, culture shit. White, black people, black people look at that shit as, like, a complete slap to the face. Where it's pretty much only, I can only look at it as flattery. Or it's, um, you know, imitation, you know, whatever the fuck they say about that. That's what that shit really represents to me. I don't see it as a terrible thing. Right? Um, white bitches with corn rolls, I think it's unattractive. But if that's what they want, that's is it? Is it them taking from the culture? I don't. I don't think so. Personally, no. I don't really think so. I don't really care. I don't care either way. But I don't think so. You know what I mean? That's like getting a mohawk. I've had I had a mohawk before. But it just so happens that I have, you know, Native American, you know, Native American heritage. So I love I love to tell people off. Especially those, you know, lighter than me. Not on not on no racist shit, but on a racial it's a it's more of a racial conversation. Because you got the Mohawk and you, most people will just connect it to punk rock. Most people will just connect it to more of the rebellious, the rebellious culture of punk rock and everything that, everything that came after that, right? Everything that came after that era. And they have no idea, the Mohicans, they have no idea, Native American, they have no, they have no fucking clue. No clue whatsoever. So, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't get it sometimes with a lot of these people. But this is a random episode, man. Random rant. We were trying to go through the uh, the It's Complicated channel, but uh, I just couldn't I couldn't take it anymore. Couldn't stomach it, so I don't give a fuck. It's 8.18, three minutes ahead, well, three minutes over what I wanted to get to. We're at an hour and 42 minutes. I didn't even share. Like I said, I did an episode earlier today. So I'm going to share that episode tomorrow morning. I'm going to share this episode tonight. But as I always say, it's the end of another day. I'm about to do my eight and hit the gate. So in the meantime and in between time and until next time, you hear my stomach? My stomach was growling just now. Jersey Judah with a random rant worthy, ramble worthy Wednesday episode of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. I'm signing out. Peace.